battle is going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Alamu! Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward 4. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> Hello and listen. Throwback. Remember? Uh, you know what another throwback is? I was talking to Hank about this before. You remember the hanging Chad? Yeah. <clears throat> That's a good idea. I've listened to almost all of our old pods. Anyway, welcome back to Saddle Chat. <clears throat> uh, it's been a been a few weeks now, but we're back. Everyone came down off long COVID. Um, yeah, just straight around the table. Ezra, how you been? Three weeks away. <clears throat> it's been three weeks. Three, yeah. Well, it's a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been good, thank you, Fridge. Um, yeah, another weekend. Interesting result on the weekend for us, but we didn't lose, so we'll take that. Um, yeah, but no, no, it's um, busy now. Eh? It's definitely that time of the year. Uh, Mahi is definitely wrapped up. So, but um, yeah, no, we're good. Thank you. Good to be here. Real quick, um, <clears throat> you performed at the Sports Awards uh, last week or the week before? Week before. Uh, week before. This is how long we've been away. Mm. How was it? How was the whole night? I see you met up with uh, the other potato people there and Adam and Adam Julian. <clears throat> yeah. A um, couple of things there, which I'll uh, delve into. Uh, the awards itself was great. Another magnificent night. Um, gosh, we do a great job. I mean, I say we, but <clears throat> obviously headed by Ken and his um, committee. It was just a yeah phenomenal. Um, just the production is just, well, I just you just can't really describe it. Um, obviously, for me, it was a wee bit different, seeing it from a different lens, uh, being part of the choir, which is cool. Um, yeah, no, it was it was cool to kind of, yeah, um, sort of just, yeah, sitting amongst the choir and just sort of sing um, throughout the night here and there. Um, and then once that was finished, uh, we went back to the green room, packed all our gear. We were prepping for another performance the night after, Symphony in the Hut. And I thought, oh, well, you know, look, there's a fair few villages in there. We'll just go in and say hi. This was at about maybe quarter to ten. I didn't get home until 3.30 in the morning. Holy heck. I know. Yeah, it, it escalated pretty quickly. But it was a good night. It was great. It was great to catch up with the crew. Adam Julian. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He drank my body weight in, um, in House Sav, I think. You know what? I love it. Yeah. He... He didn't leave, any, didn't leave any stones unturned. In fact, right at the end, like the kind of the finale piece that we sang at the end, they had dancers. <laughs> These girls looked to be about 13, 14. And uh, yeah, Adam right? sort of took it upon himself to just sort of, yeah, just kind of um, head right into the middle of a melee of dancers and um, it, wasn't, it wasn't very good. Could be a future band coming for, for AJ. I think so. Uh, but yeah, let, let's just say he was well on his way, and then he came and joined the village at the table. Um, you hope gave him a good talking to, which was good because he just grabbed what he could find, um, to 
to yeah to to put away. Done a fridge. Yeah, very much. But all in all, great night. Yeah, good to see Adam in um, in good form, and the rest of the villagers. And congrats to obviously those who were nominated, and especially those who took out awards. Mm. Um, none more so than Beth got female, and Floss got um coach yeah. of the year. So um, yeah, that was good. Great, great night. And shout out to the recipient who picked up uh, the award that we got last year, the media award. I think it was the Upper um guy. Yeah. Um, animation, I think you done. Something like that, yeah. <clears throat> Didn't deserve it. Uh, no, oh. Jags. Jags. Oh. Jags. Everyone deserved the awards there. Yeah. yeah, great night. Yeah. Huge, you're back after a, a few weeks as well. You've been very busy. Been up to uh, Topo and back. Big mm. campaign there with the under-20s. Yeah, no, it's been a real busy <clears throat> few weeks, actually, um, since the last, last pod. So, yeah, up in Topo, as you mentioned. Uh, Super Rugby under-20s. Um, Enjoyable 10 days away, but very tiring. Though at the same time, it was um, not a lot of sleep and not a lot of downtime. Um, just always on the go. It's basically training, review, preview, game, and then it's just rinse and repeat for three times in a row. So, um, yeah, very draining, but uh, yeah, very much worth it as well. Um, it's yeah. awesome to be a part of it and experience that level of, of rugby and um, be involved in a tournament. Obviously, there's going to be the future future professionals in New Zealand rugby and All Blacks and stuff are, and Super Rugby players and the like are all going to be there. So good to get a glimpse of that and um, get in there. The um, results not as didn't go as well as I would have liked for the Canes, but um, I mean the boys uh, put on a massive shift. Um, got the win over the Blues, which was nice. Um, we're in the game for both the games at the start, but then sort of drifted off later on. But um, yeah, still proud of the boys, and it was awesome. Actually, an awesome, real, real good bunch of boys as well. Like, no trouble off the field whatsoever. Um, everyone got on really well. Um, we had a lot of laughs, and um, everyone was pretty committed to the training. But yeah, unfortunately, just couldn't uh, put it on the field those last two games. But yeah, still proud. Um, but teams like the Barbars and that deserved. I think Barbars ended up being the only team with three from three wins. Nice. Yeah. So um, it sort of just shows that because they could have a few under twenty one players this oh, year, and right, you could yeah. sort of. Um, Cheaters Oh no, nah, nah. It was good actually It was good they'd done that Because last year They all sort of made up Of all the ones That missed out on their Their uh, super teams And um, they Whipping boys a bit last year So this year It was a bit more even And um, even though It's only one year It's that sort of One year of development You can really tell Because eh? as you probably Would have watched it And the physicality Of the Barbars team Was pretty up there But they also played A really good style of rugby uh, Some of their tries They got like You probably would have seen That they kick over the head And off the off the wall and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. So, but no, all in all, pretty good. Um, and then yeah, just last week, come home with the with illness. So I had a week of illness, and then uh, yeah, back into it again. Uh, real quick, bro, how many are you hoping or expecting to make the NZ twenties out of your group? Ooh, is it a fair question or no? No, it's a fair question. Um, oh, I haven't put a number on it. I'd expect at least. At least five. Mm. Yeah. Not going to name names, but yeah, I, I'm hoping for at least five. If not more? If not more, yeah. I'd Me? say there'd be three definites. And then there's um, two or three others that are that will go close as well. So, yeah. I'm going to name names then. <laughs> I reckon Dom will you maybe. Oh, I'll be rooting for him. He um he deserves it. He was probably he was definitely our best forward 
um, at tournament. Um, unfortunately for Pete, he was coming down with uh, the flu that I think he brought back from the Hurricanes topside. Took that in, so he missed the first game. Wasn't quite at his best on that Wednesday because I still think he was getting over it. Um, played better Saturday, but yeah, other than that, Dom was definitely our probably best forward. He didn't just tournament. have the flu. He had man flu. <laughs> yeah, he was in a bad way, yeah. old Pete, which was a big loss for us. But um, yeah, Dom be up there somewhere. So good experience all around then, yeah? Yeah, loved it. It was cool. Learned a lot as well, which is which is good. Of these activities that you guys were allowed to do in Taupo, I saw you guys going out in boat. Yep. Was there anything else? Um, yeah, well, we're pretty limited because it was basically um, when we were up there, we had to treat, um, treat it like it was red, uh, red traffic light. So we had to keep within our own bubble, which some teams did, and I know a few other teams didn't, but Who? that's all right. Blues. <laughs> um, Crusaders. Yeah. So, yeah, we went on, went on the boat first day, which was um, uh, cool. So we went out there and done a bit of claybird shooting and um, chilled out there. we done mini putt um, with the boys, which was actually a lot of fun. Um, we were competitive, so we had the mini teams and everything was for mini teams. Riley actually got the uh, green jacket. Um, yeah. There was a lot of cheating going on, we reckon, um, because you had to keep your own scores. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> it was debatable whether that, that was the case, but he, he swore he uh, was on. Uh, what else would we do? Oh, we had to do um, music videos. So we got the mini teams to each. So management was part of it as well. Each management, sorry, each mini team had to produce their own music video. I like that idea. Um, so you could have like a, you, it was basically up to your own sort of interpretation on how you want to do it. But everyone sort of just had a, uh, basically the song in the background and they acted out some of the actions. Um, to be fair, we were the only team that actually sung our own song. Um, yeah. And uh, had our own sort of voices to it, but. Um, while it was appreciated, it didn't quite win, uh, but there were some good efforts, real top, real good, real good efforts actually. Will these videos ever be made public? I doubt that very much because there's some questionable. And who's holding? Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, nice, yeah. Well, welcome back, bro. Thank you. Good to be yeah. back. Good to come back straight from uh, Topol and straight to the club rooms as well, and see yeah, a very, right. very. Uh, what we call a fridge that night when I walked in, it'd be pretty. It was joyful. We'll put it oh, that way. Good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, you good? Joyful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope you've been away for a couple of weeks as well, or kind of up and down, but away for the last week again. How you been? Uh, yeah, I've been good, thank you. I didn't actually have too much going on really I would, the whole time. Um, and yeah, just had the week off last week from rugby, which was a bit different. Um, but yeah, I'm back now. So, uh, you mentioned earlier it's hard getting up on a like when you're away, hard getting up on a Saturday and not having that routine you're having to go through or kind of rush in the mornings and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what did you end up doing? Like, did you do anything else to fill in that space or go to the gym or anything? To no, I was quite lazy on the weekend. Um, I kept caught up with my. Like my best friend's mum was down for a squash tournament in the bay, so we just drank on Friday night, so there was no uh, gymming on Saturday morning. And usually every morning I'll message La and just talk about our game and stuff, so I almost forgot because obviously I wasn't at rugby, so Mm. I almost forgot that tradition. Um, But yeah, now I just just chilled out. Yeah. And you ended up behind another bar? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I went to the squash club in um, Hastings and they just put anyone behind the bar, I guess. And this guy was saying that everything was broken and it wasn't working. And I was like, 
mate, I'll come around and have a look for I you. I've got it. <laughs> yeah. I've got experience of like the last three years. I've got this. Um, yeah, so nothing was actually broken and it was quite obvious what you had to do. So, and I actually knew the guy that was running the tournament from Intermediate and he, the other guy behind the bar was like, oh, wait, Will's coming. I was having Will was like, nah, it's hope it's all right. And I was like, sweet as, first time being there behind the bar already. So, Colin, discounts were you giving out there? <laughs> no discounts. <laughs> no discounts. Right. No discounts. Awesome. How about you, Fridgie? Um, How have you been, mate? Three weeks? Mate, it feels like everyone's been doing stuff for three weeks. <laughs> and I've just been work. Work's insane at the moment. Eh? Just getting absolutely worked um, at work. <clears throat> and it's just footy. Footy, a lot of footy in there. Meetings, trainings, uh, footage. That's a big one, eh? Yeah, it's huge. Especially when you're hungover and you like keep falling asleep during the first half. Yeah. Um, but nah, ain't been up too much, bro. Just chilling and caught up. The boys they um came down to watch the Tower game on Saturday. They had a few uh, beersies, uh behind the or near the playground. Probably not the greatest look, <laughs> but they weren't the only ones. There's a lot of people that drink beers down at um down at rugby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Um, really can't think of anything else. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, Ben Bailey and uh, La Wanitana for the uh, mental health seminar they put on a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there was probably, how many were there, Hope? Maybe about 15 to 20 players. Yeah. yeah. Come down. Mm-hmm. Heaps of... Um, kind of engagement and uh, activities and um, chances for kind of people to speak and present amongst the groups and stuff. I thought it was real good content. Um, so I mentioned to Ben maybe run it again later in the, in the season, see if any others kind of take that up. <clears throat> but if you're a player or a member or anyone else and you need a bit of support somehow, um, La, La and Ben are the ones to go to. La can point you in the right direction um, and the right resources to to connect to and all that. Yeah. So well done. Any shout outs? Three weeks of shout outs. Do want to shout out um who was in the kitchen on Sunday? Rochelle and Karen. Hot dogs, chips, onion rings. Mm. So good. Went down well. Tower boys were loving it. They thought it was oh, amazing. Really? Yeah, yeah. They thought it was amazing that you could just turn up and have hot dogs and onion rings. So yeah, <laughs> I went, yeah, I went and grabbed the plate obviously um <clears throat> A wee bit later on, and Benny, Benny Asi, took a um, Sorry? From, <laughs> from Tawa. Uh, a he, guy. Yeah. yeah so he's a cool guy. Oh, he's, he's a great man. Um, he said he normally doesn't eat um, after the games because he's straight on the busy. Straight on yeah. the busy. Yeah. Yeah. He's just busy Loves fag, busy fag, busy what? fag. And, yeah. Um, but he... Smokes too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, yeah, basically he he saw from a distance uh, the American hot dogs that were coming out of the kitchen, and then he was like, "No, I, I can't not um, partake in this." Oh mate! And then um, proceeded to have two fully fledged American hot dogs with mm. all the condiments, mm. um, just dribbling off the plate with um, onion rings. Yeah, he was all over it. He loved it. Mm. Um, so yeah, no, the tail boys, like you said, <clears throat> really appreciated the hospitality. And once again, just goes to show. Um, just a great thing that we 
we do at the club. Obviously, we um, play hard on the on the field, and then we mm. can be as hospitable as we are yeah. post game and, and put on a good feed for them before we um, before they head home. So, yeah. well done to the team. It's, it's, it's a great thing because a lot of clubs have been coming back. Just are amazed that not just players get fed, but the, everyone that's actually in the club rooms get, mm. gets fed. So, things like that is getting a good name for around oh, the place for the club. responsible host as well. It know? is very it's, responsible. It's, it's about looking after um, not just your players, but obviously your families and your support base and, and everyone that's under the, under the roof. So, yeah, yeah well done, team. Yeah, um, not not condoning this behaviour, but Fred, you like this. Penny, speaking of Penny and smoking, he um, came back for his first game for the Tower Prem, so he's played hundred, a lot of games anyway, um, was spotted vaping during the halftime speech. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, in the premier game, so he's just on the, in the, the huddle, just having a, having a vape on the sideline. The vape was tucked into a sock. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed it. Yeah, yeah. That's so. mm. a that's a real boss move. There, <laughs> nice. Give it a nudge. Um, now, real good guys too. Um, I've only met him like once. I think the last time we were out in Tower, and I think you introduced me, and he saw me. I said, "He was like, hey, what's up, fridge?" I was like, "Oh, me remembers my name," and then um. Just as we got here, Trent, party started. Party started. He's like, hey, Fridge, how's it going? I was like, bro, never met you before, but he <laughs> knew my name. And also... Um, I just talk fondly about you, Fridge, that's well. <laughs> yeah. Is it um, Rodder's brother? Steve. He was here, right? Yeah. Is he coach? Yeah. Yeah, he came up to me and he goes, hey, uh, Fridge, we'll catch up next time. So that's what he did. So I was like, jeez. Cool. It's always the older guys that are, that are kind of... Mm. The young ones are still pretty... Yeah, Tower generally have always been pretty good though when yeah. um, off the field and stuff like that as well. So, um, yeah, I guess it does show why they're champions last year. Good yeah. culture and mm. respectful guys off the field. Mm. Uh, we're going to get into our village breakdown. I left in here last week, uh, the week before's results, just to go over, because there was a couple of big results. One of them being the Ponies, 17 or draw with Norths. Mm. Hope. Um, thoughts on that one because we got here and I think you guys were still two up, two tries yeah. up. So we kind of lost it, I think, but I think they scored their last try in the last 75th minute because that's how long we played for. Um, but it was a real, it was a real good game, it was really tough. It mm. was quite funny because during the game, I think it was 12 5, and Gemma goes to me because we just scored, so it must have been 17 5, and Gemma goes, Are we winning? <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, you've been winning, we've been winning for the last like half an hour or yeah. something. That was quite funny. But now it's a good game. Close, because they put a number on Ori's on the weekend. Yeah. So that they seem to beat at the moment, eh? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that was a great result. Uh, real interesting finish with um, what they'd scored and Norsa yelling out for the tee. And they're taking ages to find the tee and bring oh, it on. Yeah. By the time the girl starts running onto the field, the ref's like, no, no, you've got to drop kick it. And she's like, oh, the tee's just, he's like, drop kick it. She didn't, and then he just blew time up. Yeah. 17 all. It was quite, Was it in front it, as well? No, nah, it was a bit, oh, bit off to the left. Yeah. yeah. It was a while, though. Like, yeah. It would have probably been a minute. Fair call. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a lot of um, yelling from the, from the try line. Yeah. Like how long did they get ref? Yeah. <laughs> so that probably helped. Well, they had it. They had an injury. We where they scored the try. There was a girl down, so that that halted it kind of a mm. good minute and a half. So mm. they had time to get the tee on, but you know whether they were just sort of waiting for the girl to get up. 
you can't really kind of and so it, it ended abruptly and yeah, it was it was, really it was really because the reserves needed to get on and kick their game off so time was kind of ticking away yeah um we bit of a shame but congrats to the ponies yeah. probably one that got away when you think about norse the numbers that have done on Ori's either side of that game um it's a great result so mm. that, yeah and speaking of uh taking ages to kick has the party started always taking that long to kick his uh, conversions and goals and stuff? I thought it took ages. Yeah, he did. He did drag was, it out a wee bit. Is that just um, smart? Or? We'll probably talk about this yeah. when we when we get to the game itself. But if Trent didn't play on, on Saturday, we get up. Yeah. He, in terms of eerily, he was phenomenal. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, he, he did he did drag out some of those kicks. So The ones toward the end were real smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't. No, no, I won't say that. <clears throat> um, yeah, and then last week, Prems went up uh, 69, uh, 10 versus Barra Plum. Uh, Prem Reserves, 48. Oh, sorry, 46. Uh, 43 over Barra Plum in the last play of the game. Time was up. Crazy game. From the depths. Um, yeah, wicked finish. Yeah. <clears throat> 43-17, yeah. I think. Yeah. As I mentioned, no, I like, drove from Topor from the yeah. tournament and came straight to club and CRNI. A couple of beverages in him told me the story mm. no less than 10 times, I reckon, yeah. in a row. He was pretty ecstatic, as you would be as the coach of a mm. team that come back from that. But, uh, yeah, hell of a, hell of a game. Um, his brother Manu uh, kept telling me how um, – what's the son's name? Maya. Yep, Jeremiah. Uh, Maya's back playing now, uh, Tui Samoa. He was just doing head-ups and stuff. <clears throat> and Manu was always just um, running off him. Yeah, let you know. And there was a couple where he was just running right next to him. And just before he makes contact, he was just trying to bowl him through himself. <laughs> it was quite effective. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, 85s last week had a tough time against Stags Valley, going down 14 points to 38. The Brotherhood and the Rough Nuts, 31 all. Big game, Brent. Was this a lot of draws this year, right? Yeah. yeah. They've done a number in the Rough Nuts in preseason, I think. Uh, the Colts put on an absolute cricket score, 82-7 over Wainui. Good result for them. Some great feedback in that game as well from the referee. Oh, really? Um, wrote an email. <clears throat> so obviously whenever you get an email to the club, you sort of start getting start worried. Sweating, but it was yeah. actually um, commending both clubs and both teams for their behaviour during it. They said it was playing in really good spirits, even particularly Wainui, who, you know, you're in under with that scoreline against you, you can get a bit niggly towards the end, but he said that they all just, yeah, heads up, carried on and stuff like that. And they said both teams were played in really good spirit and it was a pleasure to actually referee them. So good great stuff. great to get that feedback from uh, referees, for sure. Yeah, huh? Prezzy's Wainui uh, score wasn't sent in. So I don't know what happened in that game. Most likely a draw. Mm. Um, the netballers got up 60 points to 40 over dynamic netball. Um, and then they didn't play on the weekend, just going on a weekend off. And then to the weekend's results, ponies went down 17 points to 35. Can you see me? Did you end up watching that game? The uh, YouTube? watched, yeah. <clears throat> good old Taylor, uh, Tyler's dad, um, got some good shots. Um, our set piece was really good. Yeah. Um, we had Moni and Jacks jumping. Nice. And our, uh, and our lineups, our lineups were really good. Scrums were really good. Moni's a good lineout forward. Good lineout yeah. forward. Yeah. So. Um, so I might just have a break the next couple of yeah. weeks now. Um, I think yeah, we just 
uh, Tams and played awesome. Yeah. <laughs> she's really good there. I think she started at 15 and then slotted into 10. Did Annie end up playing? Who? Annie. I don't know what's going on with her. Her sign off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so not yet. Uh, hopefully, though, she can play this weekend because then she, I'm sure she'll have to play before she can play semis. So mm. she can get in there. But yeah, I just think it was just on us that game. Yeah, it, was, it was still close at half time. I think we were only down a, a couple of points at half time. Mm. Um, Elietta sent through a half time score to. Um, me and Hack, but yeah, no there photo. Yeah, there were some good tries from, from the ponies. Yeah. Mm. Uh, back home, Village HQ, down there at uh, Patani Rec, 21 all against Tawa. Fair result in the end in the game that you guys watched. <clears throat> nah, should have won. Yeah. Um, should have lost. Oh, to be honest, probably, yeah, fair result. Could have probably gone either way, I thought. Yeah, we could have. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't the most fluid game by both teams. It was a lot, particularly the first half. I thought it was pretty stop start. Yeah, uh, most of the time, and just seemed that both teams couldn't really get into the the flow of things that much. So, yeah, a bit of a uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't the greatest watch we've seen all year. Um, but yeah, it was a pretty willing battle, um, pretty physical and things like that. But yeah, a few decisions, um, game plan wise or, or whatever. or um, decision on the field by game drivers, I mean, um, might have spun it each way, but yeah, I guess probably a fair result in the end, to be fair. Mm. I mean, as is said before, it's less it's not a not a loss, um, still keeps us top of the table as well. So, um, you know, we've done what we needed to do. I mean, it could have easily been a loss towards the end of that game there as well, with um, a few dicey moments towards the end. So, um, yeah, I mean, you take those. Um, in the past, we might have turned that over and got a penalty conceded against us or a try. So, Take it. Yeah, I think such is the attitude of the boys now that it felt like a loss. Yeah, so, yeah which is a good thing. <clears throat> as yeah. Well. yeah. Uh, Easy was your your take on uh, the Tower Wolfpack. <laughs> yeah, huge sums it up. Really was. Yeah, we we just went clinical um, on the weekend, which was a wee bit of a shame. Um, yeah, some dubious calls. I've got, I mean, I've got to say it. Some real dubious calls that I just dubious. Oh, it's a, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame because there were yes. there were some absolute howlers out there, and you got to call them out, you know. Um, and I've said it before: we're all volunteers. We totally understand that, but um, yeah, some of the players deserve better. Um, yeah, Tawa were clearly stoked to come away with a draw. We could hear that post game. You know, they obviously I think they had a couple of debutants, but there was a, a fair um, a fair bit of. Yeah, celebrating coming from the change room. Team song. Yeah. Club yeah, song, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas you compare that to us, it was like a Morgan now mm. changing room. Um, Man, it was and grim. naturally, yeah, yeah, naturally the boys were pretty disappointed with um with their performance and obviously the result. But at the end of the day, it wasn't a loss. We'll obviously take the, the two points, share two points, and um yeah, and, and obviously, yeah, build to for another big game this weekend. Um but yeah, well the one that yeah, probably had opportunities. I mean yeah, we probably bombed a couple of tries as well. There were a couple where we, I think that penalty um, closer towards the end of the game where one more pick and go would have seen us crash over. Mm. Hopefully the winning try, but yeah, it wasn't <clears> to be. But yep, no, it is what it is. We'll, yeah, I guess take that draw on the chin. But you're right. Um, and even post-match, the title captain was real, uh, com- you know, yeah. he commended us as well. 
you know, which is um, I appreciate a real good captain speech. Absolutely, yep. It's easy to, um, you know, obviously be cliche and Mm. and kind of say what everyone kind of full credit to to the boys. But no, he was he was obviously very, um, yeah, very commending of of the boys and the way that we're tracking and was looking forward to hopefully us meeting them again later in the year. I was just going to say, yeah, there was a few times as well where probably we picked and go a bit too much, and if we went wide, we had numbers out wide as well. So, um, but again, it's hard when you're under fatigue and making those right decisions as well. So, but boys will learn from it. Um, but Tawa, you don't want to count them out because eh? last year I think they finished sixth and ended up getting on oh, a run right, here yeah. and, and going all the way. So, um, not not that you guys were. I'm just saying that with Tawa. All they need to do is make the top eight, then they're a chance because they yeah. get a few boys back as well. So yeah, the big teams yeah. are starting to make moves now. Yeah, uh, like Tower and uh, OBU North. Um, a few things for me. First thing is, yeah, we didn't take some opportunities <clears throat> or didn't see some of the opportunities that were available to us. That's one thing. Um, the other thing, just on the referees, I can take the old interpretation of a call here and there. That's just what it is. Like a guy's making a decision on what he sees. So I, I can live with that. Get the odd miss one here. And secondly, question: Can you ever play the head in rugby? No. So why, when Jack Ross got his head almost ripped off in the middle of a mall, standing right in front of the ref and touch judge, yeah, in front of the grandstand, did they not do anything? Well, apparently the explanation was it was around the shoulder. Oh, that is bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> Excuse the French, but you, you could you could see that from the top of the Wino Hill that his head. Mate, was, Ray Charles uh, saw that, mate. Yeah, exactly, and he's been dead. Yeah. Years. So, yeah, just yeah, just a, a real strange one, strange one for me. Um, you got to be better, officials. Clearly, you just got to be better because, um, yeah, yeah, and, and I'm telling you, I can accept the close calls and and things. Yeah, like that was placing. Like I was on the very top of the grandstand in the far corner away from it and it was blatant to us all up there. And to have, you know, Edis or Hammy, but not the AR to see it. Mm. Um, Yeah, that, that really killed me. Killed my spirit. Mm. <laughs> because they scored from that mall. Mm. Yep. Not saying that, it, you know, would, would have been stopped. Oh, things outside that were affected, but it doesn't happen if there's a penalty there. You're back on halfway having a pretending yeah. line. As you said, you can you can buy the interpretation things because referees do a, a bloody good job, and yeah, these guys are volunteers, as we said, and as we all are. Um, and the interpretation you're not going to get a ref's not going to get every call right, and you know for yeah. that guy as well, like he had expected to be turning up and running the flag on the sideline, then gets yeah. sort of shoved into it. So you can appreciate that, but when it comes to a, a safety issue like that, where a guy's neck's been basically folded in half mm. in rugby league, that'd be pretty much a crusher tackle by just the way his head, Jack Ross's head was uh, mm. sort of twisted and stuff like that. But <clears throat> to have that missed and a poor excuse like that was pretty pretty average as well to say it was shoulders. Yeah. And and I can just sense that we're being screen recorded right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, as we said, yeah. like, you can understand the cause, but, but thank you a bit of frustration. Yeah. yeah. A couple of NRL uh, knock-ons out there as well. Throw that out there. But calls like that shouldn't really determine a game and there's heaps of other ways that you could have won or lost the game. So, mm. yeah, I'm with you, Wes. Let's be better. Oh, yeah. No, our, our team will be better. <clears throat> yep. 
Um, everyone will be better. Yep. The tsunami's coming. Yes. Tsunami's coming. Oh, it's, it's here. From Patani Harbour. Um, just around the, the women's grade this weekend, the rest of the scores, Ori's 10 got done. North, 43. Making moves there. Um, was that at Polo? They were at home, so they're not at Polo anymore, although they're on the number no, two field. Number two. Yeah. Uh, Avalon, the resurgence, 38 over Wanui, 34. That's a good result. Mm-hmm. Ever since that game that I illegally watched when I had COVID, uh, of you guys at Avalon, I thought they were... They what was were the score again? 38-34. Oh, close. I thought um, Avalon had potential to, to get better. Paraplum disappointed in this score, 12 against Poneke, 25. Is that Poneke's first win for a, a while, a few years? I think they had one recently, uh, maybe like last year or the year before, oh. which was like a real big deal. Um, around the Swindale Shield, Norse 34 versus MSP 26. Big mm-hmm. game. Yeah. Anyone catch that or all the highlights? No. Yeah, so I saw most of it. Um, yeah, Norse, you, you said it before, Bridge, um, these big teams are, are starting to step up. Uh, Norse, I think, of maybe four or five on the trot. Uh, big day for them, obviously, Jerome Vare played his 100th, so mm. that's always going to get the boys up. Uh, but I saw some of the footage from the game. They got it to a big lead and then were never caught, really. But uh, if you get a chance to see Lossie's try, beautiful set-piece try. Um, yeah, when they when they click, they're, mm. yeah, they're good. We, Jackson played a... Yeah, Jackson played yeah. a 10. He just steered them around the park. Um, yeah, and obviously Norse had a... Obviously, an incident which happened the week before in the Avalon game. So, naturally, they were going to be pumped next time they took the field, and they were just far too good for, for MSP. Mm. Mm. Uh, the Goats, Billy Goats. Billy Goats, eh? Yep. Mm. Uh, 41 against the Javel Brotherhood, 26. Um, uh, 42 to Ori's against Paraplum, 24. See, that surprises me again, eh? Does it surprise anyone else these results against Paraplum? In what way? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, they've been close to a lot of teams yeah. this year, and then we put 69 on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, the upper hut, uh, Rams. 24 just going down to PK 26. I would have loved to have seen him get up. Get up. That was a late try as well, wasn't it? I think. Was it? Yeah. A miracle. Yeah. Um, I saw, uh, I watched the beginning of, um, what's that number eight's name that went up there? Uh, Toby Crosby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, he got interviewed on Huddy thing on uh, YouTube. Yeah, I don't know where I was going there, sir. Uh, Wainui, very tough year for Walmart at the moment. Going through some rebuilding, but uh, they went down to Avalon, 25-29. And then the X-Men. Yeah. Big game for the X-Men. Uh, actually went down 43-0 to the Eagles. The Eagles. So, yeah. Super Rugby. Pacifica. Saders 37, Reds 15. Did you guys catch that? 
Reed's hung in at the at the start. Crusaders ran away with it. Uh, what's that? Um, mullet flanker's name? Blackheader. Yeah, got. Yeah, Gonski's there. Gonski's yeah, and he was on fire that game as well. Like he was everywhere, making runs and like it was the best game I've seen him play this year. Yeah, real physical. And then broke his arm or wrist or something happened there. Yeah, the way he was holding his arm was real weird, eh? Uh, Chiefs Mana, let's go. 39, Taz, 15. Shame, Aussies. Um, Blues, 35. Landers, 6. Landers feel like they're, they're going to do better than that. They look good. Yeah. Mm. What happened with Aaron Smith? Sure. Huh? Yeah, was injured during the week, so obviously didn't um, didn't make the tournament. Oh, did he not even play? No, oh. no, full out. Like a cyber yeah, who's <clears throat> too good? Too much firepower. <clears throat> and then the uh, the only Aussie team to, to make it through the Brumbies thirty five uh, versus the Canes twenty five. Any thoughts on the Canes? They look really good. They look really good for the first sort of 40, 50, 60 minutes. But yeah, Geordie obviously getting injured really, I think, had an effect on on them. And the, with the Brumbies, you just gotta just got to stick with them. Um, but they went to their rolling mall and yeah, it was all over. Now the Brumbies go up to Eden Park mm. to play the Blues this week. Any thoughts on the upset? Well, they almost beat the Blues a few weeks ago. Yeah. Blues, uh, a drop goal? Yeah, it was a game, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't rule them out. Dalton Papali's out as well. Yeah, he's out Papali. as well. Yeah, there's a few... Yeah. Um, Fozzie's got a few issues here with a couple of loose forwards um, mm. at the moment. So, yeah, Dalton. Uh, Artie goes to seven for me. Well, Sam came back, might be back this weekend. Who goes to eight? Who goes to eight? Uh, Hoskins. Yep. We got more cover at eight than we do at seven. So, you still got Akira and Hoskins that can play eight. Marino? Yeah, Marino played well. Um, and Cullen Grace actually looked pretty good on Friday as well. Yeah. Do they play for the Blues too? Cullen Grace plays for Crusaders. Oh. Marino, <laughs> Marino's the <laughs> Yeah. Uh, mm, first try. Of the uh, Warriors system. Um, yeah, thoughts on his performance? Is he going to get named in this All Blacks thing? Is he going to need juice on that? Or? Oh, no. <laughs> no. But yes, he will be named. Yeah, I reckon he'll be named. Yeah. yeah. Who's this Heem guy? Bryce Heem. Bit of a journeyman, eh? Journeyman. Yeah. Absolute journeyman. Um, left to go and play overseas and he's come back and all of a sudden he's a fully-fledged blues player. But he does a job. You got mm. injured on the weekend as well, though. Oh, so. oh, Is he a bolter? No. He, um, I remember before he left, he was like <coughs> a, a, a specialist winger. Like, mm. wouldn't play anywhere else. No. And he just had speed and that was mm. it. Then he's gone overseas, come back. Now he's like a 12 yeah. centre, mm-hmm. playing, playing some good rugby as well. well so. Did he come through the sevens? Yeah, he played, yeah, he played sevens. Um, sevens. Yeah, but he's just yeah, a bit of a journeyman mm. and it's clicked. A late kind of flourisher like um, James Tucker. Mm. James Tucker, like he played in the 20s back in 214 um, and then was just a journeyman mm. playing NPC, played a bit of Chiefs, played Brumbies and stuff. And now he's come back and he's blooming. Yeah, first pick for the blue second round. Here's one for you. Luke Romano, does he make the All Blacks again? Mate, he, he he's been outstanding he for the Blues. Place. Yeah. He won't look at a place. Just a warrior. Oh, Romano. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, is Patrick Tuipolaru on, on sabbatical? Yeah. No, he's playing Japan, but he's back. He's available for selection, like Damo McKenzie. Interesting. Mm. So it's not a sabbatical. No, he played in Japan. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a, a winner and a margin. Crusaders versus Chiefs. Crusaders, 13 plus. Gee, that is racist. Oh. <laughs> Alcopa? Yeah, I'd be the same. Don't think Chiefs won. <sighs> Crusaders won to yeah, it's a bit more respectable. Eh? It's a semi-final, guys. It could it be one point difference? It could be twelve or thirteen. I'm gonna go chase twelve <laughs> and under. Oh, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you heard it here, folks. Put your house on it. Uh, Blues Brumbies scoreline winner. Yeah, Blues too good. Blues thirteen plus thirteen plus. I agree. We just talked about. <laughs> it being a, a close game and you guys have just flipped it. Yeah, I'll go Blues. And then Blues win the final. No, Crusaders win the final. Really? Is that where you're leaning? Yeah. Interesting. Blues have won everything since the Canes beat them and they'll trip up in the final. Yeah. Yep. I just don't want the Crusaders to win another title. <laughs> <laughs> <Neither>. <laughs> <The> Blues to win. <laughs> Uh, over to the NRL desk now. Uh, mm. Not many games on the weekend. Uh, we got Titans 6, Cowboys 32. The Panties. <laughs> 30 against the Doggies 18. Uh, the Seagulls 44. Warriors oh. 12, bro. It was a disappointing Saturday night. Mm. Do they even want to be there? No, the they don't. Doesn't. They don't want to be in New Zealand, that's for sure. definitely doesn't. I'm telling you. Kick them out of the comp. And start another team somewhere else. Oh, they just need a clean out, complete clean out. Yeah. Without, I'll oh, keep Adam Fanua Blake though. Everyone else can go. Make them swim home. It's just weird that these guys all signed up to play for the Warriors. And now that the Warriors are coming back home, all of a sudden the people are like, yeah, I don't want to relocate yeah. to the New Zealand Warriors. Yeah. Gotta live mm. in New Zealand. Yeah. What a gronk. Do you reckon he just said that because he just wanted out anyway? Mm. Yes. Or they let him say that because they were kicking him. Yeah. I really hope Stacey Jones does good. It would be disappointing if he didn't. Like, yeah. Warriors legend. I just don't know if he'll do it this year. Nah. But it'd be great to see him get like Rubes back in the mix as well. Mm. Mark Tukey. Tukes. Hi, true. We're going to the old school guys back. Uh, Raiders 22, 16 uh, Roosters. Um, pretty good result for the Panthers there, given that the all the stars, or most of the stars are away on origin duty. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, it's that culture, man. It's that winning culture. Um, you know, you pull all those guys out, and the guys that step in know that they're only probably going to get one shot mm. because they'll be back to full strength next week after the origin. So they just step up and do a job and those halves done a job. They did, man. Um, yeah, Sullivan was kind of up and down a wee bit. But the Bulldogs, I mean, they've, they've got two strike players, Burden and Adokar, and when they clip, they look pretty good. And they clip a couple of times on the weekend and 
and that, but yeah, just yeah, how you feel for the dogs, man. And it was my boy uh, Spencer Lenu's fiftieth. Uh, mm. Yeah, he's big energy that guy. Yeah, man. I I actually wish he'd get more minutes as well. Yeah, same. They kind of he didn't get on to like the fifty six yeah. or something. Um, man, get him on that last ten in the, in the first forty. Yeah. Maybe place the first ten, the second, put him off, and then maybe you know if you need to, you can. Yeah, I, I, I think you need to. Every team needs a guy that that'll come on mm. and just absolutely run off the back fence. Yeah. Mm. And just give energy That's and go forward. What I see used to do for the Warriors. Back exactly, the day, yeah, yeah. You know, bring them off the bench. and. That's why I like the Poliacina, Foy Foy Moi Moi. That's why I love those problems. Mm. Off the back fence. Yeah. Oh! Uh, coaching drama's edge. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Mate, just across the NRL, it's just the dropping off flies in the moment. It's not so job security anymore. Trent's gone. Barrett's gone. Um, then Nathan Brown doesn't want to relocate to New Zealand. Um, we don't want you. So he's gone, and then Madge McCoy gone as well. The Madge now talking about old, um, what's the Titans coach Hol- Holbrook or something like that? Justin Holbrook, yeah, yeah. They're talking about he might be the next really? one to, to go as well. So, yeah, Merrigan. So it's um, and it's always the same coaches that get mentioned as being taken over certain teams as well, but. I don't know who will want to go to the Warriors, to be fair. Do you think coaches should serve a longer <clears throat> assistant role? Well, it sort of shows. Like, yeah, look at Craig Fitzgibbon now, who he was offered head coaching roles like years ago, but he turned them down because he wanted to wait for the right team. Plus, he wanted to serve his apprenticeship and he was sort of told Trent Robertson of the Roosters that he was going to see out his contract and he would He's a man of his word. So he done that and now look at him, he sort of goes into Sharks role when he's ready and it's sort of proves whereas you got someone like like Trent Barrett's had a couple of goes at being a head coach of an NRL side and it hasn't worked either either side. So you get some of those coaches that are just really good assistant coaches mm. and not quite cut out for head coach roles. Nathan Brown's the same. He's had a few clubs now and he's never really worked out anywhere. I really well. feel feel for the coaches like when when the camera goes to the coach's box, mm. you can just tell they're under pressure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's um because the other one now is um the Panthers, Cameron Serrato. So every club wants him. Um, but he's sort of been the same as um, Fitzgibbon, where he's just gone, no, no, I'm waiting. I'm going to serve out my apprenticeship and then I'll wait for that right opportunity to come. I'm not going to just jump at the first head coach role, which Trent Barrett probably did is he thought, oh, Bulldogs have won a head coach. I'm just going to jump at that, even though they're, Bit of a uh, yeah nightmare down there. So, and are you guys down for these long term um, stints as coaches like Bellamy? Yeah, yeah. don't see any problems in that. Uh, when you're good at coaches, Bellamy, then yeah. yeah. If it's working, I mean, you look at all. <clears throat> I mean, you look at all the assistant coaches he's had that have now gone on to be head coaches. Like, well, hasn't worked out well for me. Or it has because Madge McGuire won a premiership. So Madge was assistant coach. Yeah, he's had um, Kearney. Kearney Kidwell. Uh, yeah, Kidwell. Key is um, in the way, bro. The guy from... Um, well, he's another one that's gone. He's gone to Argentinian rugby. Yeah. Um, and then the other one's at uh, Newcastle Knights, head coach now. Yeah. Um, he was Hope assistant un- underneath him. Yeah. Um, Jason Rolls, who apparently is meant to be the next big mm. best coach coming out. He's now assistant coach at the Roosters and tipped to take over a few head coaching roles as well. So... Sort of, sort of shows his influence, but yeah, I don't mind it. I mean, if you're good at it, then why not? 
there's going to be some passing the torch moments um, <clears throat> over the next few years with uh, Bellamy. Who did he work under? He worked under Bennett. Bennett. Yeah, Bennett. Yep. Um, do you think Bennett's still got it in him? I think he's, yeah, definitely. When you look at what he done with the Rabbitohs. He's gone Tonga, eh? Yeah. Mm. Who? Bennett. Bennett. Is he? He's assistant coach to Christian Wolfe. And they're saying that Christian Wolf, the Tongan head coach, he's they're trying to get him to be the Dolphins' assistant coach and then be um, work under Bennett, and then in two years' time, Bennett will step aside and let Christian Wolf oh, take over. Buddies. So it might be a bit of a working tandem. Nice. Um, you know what I'm really starting to dislike in um, <laughs> NRL is uh, you know does it that, gears. Hey, does it grind your gears? Yeah, it does. You know, NRL 360? Mm. The old man with the glasses? Buzz Rothfield. Oh, man. Just as I actually spoke to... Shut up, man. <laughs> uh, a few of those guys on the panel really do my head in. Yeah. They just go around in circles. I like Braithen there. I feel like he's the one in that group that's played footy. Mm. Well, he is. Yeah. I like that Benji's got a show. That's cool. Yeah. NBA, Celtics, one. Warriors, one. You guys been watching? No. I'm, I've been catching the last couple of quarters. Yeah. You really got to just start watching the last quarter, right? Eh? Yeah. If it's still tight, it's going to be a good quarter to watch. If it's a blowout, then you just don't watch. <clears throat> Game three tomorrow. I think they go back to Boston. Seriously? For two. Tomorrow, Thursday, yeah. Yeah. I mean, up the floor for grinders. It's been a while. Should be three weeks of gear grinders. Yeah, Thursday, by the way. Thursday. Hope brought up a good one tonight. <clears throat> uh, yeah, as if you get Uber or Deliver Easy from the club rooms, they never make it here. You always go to the Petone Working Men's Club. Always. You have to walk out on the street in the rain, get your food or get into your cab. Mm. I don't know if you know, Hope, but uh, quite often I'll, I'll catch an Uber back here on Sunday. Oh, um, do you? Yeah. I didn't notice. And they always try to drop me off at the workers. No. And if you look at the map, you can like see the driveway of, of the club rooms. Just look at the map. It's there on your app. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so that's your grinder. Huge, easy. No? No. Can't think of any. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you? Yeah, how about yourself? No. I'm a real positive guy. Yeah. What's what's spinning your wheels then? No, not much. Not much <laughs> at the moment. Just neutral. Pretty neutral at the moment. Work's really grinding my gears at the moment. Training newbies and stuff. Oh, I've got a gear grinder. Um, my Wi-Fi at home stopped working. Just randomly got home on Friday after work one day and it just wasn't working anymore. Nothing's changed. And then you have to ring up. And to get someone just to come and check, it's $165. And it's like, it's clearly not my problem. I haven't done anything. 
but you got to, well, if it's, if it ends up being your problem, like something to do with your modem or whatever, or your house, then it's a you problem. So you have to pay the 165. Or if it's a chorus problem on the street, then they pay it. But it's yeah. just, and then the guy rings me this morning to come and fix it. I can't hear him. Like, oh, he rang me twice. I couldn't hear him at all. So he's just given up. So I rang him back later after my meetings. And he goes, oh, you've been put, like, I already told dispatch that I couldn't get a hold of you. So he doesn't even send me a text to say, hey, this is a chorus guy. Mm. Can you give me a call? Unbelievable. So now mm. I have to ring up again to book him in again. Better not get two call outs. Anyway, that grinds me this. But what did spin my wheels is that two degrees gave me 50 free gigs. So I didn't have to keep using my data. I still have the hotspot off my phone though, but yeah, 50 gigs is pretty good. Nice. Anything spinning your guys' wheels lately? <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot of positivity. Yeah. <laughs> pretty neutral. Though. Yeah, I'm just real neutral. Yeah. Well, let me spice things up for you. Okay. Guess where I've been? The random to- topic generator. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say the dairy. <laughs> no. <laughs> you got some snacks or something. Um, as you guys know, I've been listening to old pods, and uh, random question generator has been real good to us lately. Oh, good, good to us over that time. Some great laughs, um, and good times that we've had over the last what's it now, 2022? Is this our third year? Yes, yes. third year, starting COVID, yeah, yeah, started in COVID, and we've all had COVID. I haven't, haven't you? I haven't. How many years? Wow. Have you covered up? You guys are next. Yes. She's had it like four times. <laughs> there was that really bad flu going around though that's not COVID. Yeah, yeah that's what I had last week. Oh. But do you think it's COVID? Just not well, coming up? Yeah, maybe. I tested four times and nothing come up. For COVID. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here we go. Around the table, hope we're going to come to you first. I'm dumb, but if yep. you had an extra hour in a day that had to be allocated to one specific purpose, how would you use it? So you get an extra hour, but it has to be just for one thing only every day. What are you going to use the hour on? Go to the gym. Gym. Mm-hmm. You already gym. Well, I haven't. When I don't, then I'll have the extra hour to go to the gym. So every day that out one hour is for gym. I'll take or, it. It would be like better meal prepping, like so I can have some really nice meals. That's a great one. Use it for meal mm. prepping. Yeah. So every day you get an extra hour. You get a twenty-five hour day. Yeah. In one of those hours, you get to meal prep. And I'll prep all my meals. I've been, Do you have to meal prep every day though, or are you just prepping for the day ahead? Well, if you have like salad, you kind of want it fresh. Exactly. Mm. I've been watching this TikTok of this lady who's like a, a living chef. And she just makes really nice food. And I've just. I think she popped up on my TikTok yesterday. Mm, yeah. So. Which is a surprise because uh, my TikTok doesn't really. <laughs> Your algorithms aren't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely a different algorithm on mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, huge, huge at hotmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, com, sorry. Um, same question. What are you doing for your extra hour? Um, probably just personal admin. Sorry? Just personal admin. Like things I don't get around to doing like throughout the day. 
like um, even if it's just like chores around the house, just get some stuff done. So I've got a bit more time to relax or hang yeah. out with the kids or whatever. Um, just seems like I've always got a list of things to do, but never get around to them because I get distracted. You know what I've been doing lately when I just feel like I've got so much to do around the house? Not doing it. Just leave it. Yeah. No, that's that's the usual. Yeah. But what I've been doing lately is I would just go, look, I'm just going to do an hour. Hmm. And wherever I am when the hour finishes, I'll stop. It's my case in point. So if I had an hour that was purely dedicated that I had to say, all right, I've got this hour that is like housework or just personal admin, like it yeah. could be, I don't know, I have to sort out Stasis tax at some stage. So stuff like that, mm. I can just get, um, yeah, that's dedicated hour and you can't have outside influences distracting you. Then that'd be my hour throughout and the day. You know what usually happens within the hour that I, I do housework? I finish it all. Mm. Smash it. Yep. The quality of the cleaning, not so great, but <laughs> it looks tidy as... Israel, <laughs> what are you doing with your extra hour, my bro? Oh, bro, to be honest, probably read. I don't read enough. Hey, that's a great call. I don't man. read enough. And if I had a dedicated hour, an extra hour, I'd probably do that. Do any of you guys still read? No, nah. not very, very seldom. I haven't read a book for a couple of years. I like reading. Yeah. Just I get... Netflix has taken over. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Netflix, it's just. <laughs> You have an extra hour, you're just like, oh, I'll just watch a series. Mm. I get envious, envious of people that are like, oh, I'm trying to read 50 books this year. Mm. And they do all, all they read like self-help books and all those kind of things. And I just, I'll read a chapter and then put it down and it'll start collecting dust. Mm. My problem with books is if it's a really good book that I like, I won't go to sleep. Like I'll stay up till three in the morning reading my book. So it's a bit dangerous. Watched, Similar to watching series now on Netflix yeah, as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I've read four books for adult. Oh, that's not right either. Yeah. Oh, I used to read <laughs> like, I used to read like, yeah. yeah. Those ones you stash under your bed. Four proper books. <laughs> I've read four proper books and it was the Twilight series. Yeah. And I was hooked. Yeah, it was no, a good read. Yeah, I used to read like every, like for about 30 minutes before bed, I used to always read and go to bed. But now, yeah, just... I'll watch another episode or something. If you go, if you are going to spend that time reading, uh, Izzy, what kind of books are you going to read? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, probably, yeah, probably, mate. Anything drama? Like mm. one of the best books I read was Bryce Courtney's Power One. Mm. I watched the movie oh. as well, mm. and I just enjoyed both. Yeah, you know, um, such a sad so, movie, but you could watch yeah. it over and over oh, and yeah, over again. Absolutely, you know? yep. Um, yeah, is the movie uh, called Power of One? Yeah, yeah, Power of One, the Power of One, Peter Philip Kenneth, Biscoff. Hmm, let's be gay, stand eat the shit off my boot. <laughs> yeah, best book to movie adaptations. What you got one? Would it be Power of One or Power of One for me? Dr. Seuss, pretty up there. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Um, there's been yeah. some pretty bad from book to movie adaptations as well I like I was a big fan of Dan Brown ones like Da Vinci Code and all that but I thought mm. the movies were pretty average to be fair actually that's what grinds my guess is the people like Game of Thrones great series mm. Harry Potter movie series fantastic Lord of the Rings 
some of the best kind of trilogies that one mm. of the best trilogies out there. But everyone that's like, oh, the books are way better. Shut up. I haven't got time to read these <laughs> books, bro. The books are way better. Mm. Read them to me. <laughs> <laughs> Audio books. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, for myself, I don't know. Maybe try and meditate. Imagine having that for an hour. I've tried it before. Hmm. Kind of lasts about four weeks. Just trying to do five minutes every day and then build it. Yeah. Or something around that. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Like, um, I know doing breathing and breathing techniques, I know now is hmm. quite quite big. And like, so, yeah, that's, that's a good one, Frederick. I like that. The, my issue is when you're trying to clear the mind, you know how stupid my mind is, you know, and how it's just always mm. that's me. So yeah. can't can't not think for too long. Second question: What do you remember most about your first ever crush? We all good. Hakopa. Do you remember anything? I remember. Is this um, is this like college crush? No, this is a primary school. Right. Um, I just remember because it's so stupid, but I was like quite churchy growing up, right? So you went loud boyfriend, girlfriends, and then I told my mum and dad that I had a crush on this guy. And I still know who the guy is. Um, and I was in room 10, so I must have been like, like I remember the room. And I started of a new year. And you know how you used to get assigned seating? So I walk into the class and I'm sitting next to this guy. And I'm like, mum, that's the guy. Oh. And then so she asked the teacher to change my seat so I didn't have oh. to oh. <laughs> And then he didn't end up coming back to school that year anyway. He moved. So yeah, that was my oh. story. That is cool. <laughs> nice. Good story. Room 10. Parkwell mm, School. Flexmere. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, do you remember uh, primary school crush at all? No, first one I can remember is we're at the swimming pool. (laughs) An absolute creep. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, as you go, you go around and you're sort of playing around. I pushed her at the skill in the pool and she got out and she was like, oh, and she thought it was a bit of a, I was flirting. Yeah. yeah, And she, um, yeah, persisted to ring me on my home phone parents answer the call and stuff like that but yeah we ended up i think we might have gone out for like a week or something it was pretty long term back then so yeah so, nice. so your advice is to push <laughs> you know push back in primary them. school you used to, <laughs> used to oh, yeah, yeah, toss yeah, around you, yeah. oh primary so would have been and what year was that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 34 yeah. <laughs> 1934 <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that was probably about it only other crush was um the mum from Home Improvement. Mm. Mm. The mum? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't bad. No, she was all good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is did you have a primary school crush? Yeah, I had a kindergarten crush. Oh. Wow, we. Yeah. Started early or Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, there was a girl there. And, and <laughs> do you remember her enough, name? Yes, I do. We, we actually ended up dating. Oh, nice. Do crazy. you remember her name? No. Yeah. Mustn't have been real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Creep. 
So, so Pichoni Kindergarten down at Tennyson Street, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. down yeah, the I little to, alleyway thingy there. Yeah, yeah, So I used to basically um, fill up ice cream containers and wet her, throw it over her head and kick her sandcastles. Same over mold as this guy, oh, yeah. yeah. That's what you did back in the day. That was, that was just me looking for attention. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, about 20 odd years later, grand fruition. Full circle. Oh, yeah, crazy, eh? I like that. First TV crush show, Alyssa Milano mm. from Who's the Boss? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. I think she was 10 in that. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, I was eight. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, fresh? Yeah, I, I had a, a few in primary school. Of course you did. Yeah, <laughs> quite a few. <laughs> um, but I, I wasn't the type of guy that would push or hurt or this where you gone wrong or anything like this that. No, no. I was more of a finesse kind of... Just serenade them under the monkey bars, yeah. Yep, <laughs> serenade. Fred Freddie knows. We used to sing quite a bit in primary school. I remember one school camp. I think it was up in Akatawa. There, there was a camp up there. Um, we went in behind the girls' cabin. <laughs> Absolute creeps. It was me. <laughs> it way worse. Me, that sounds real bad. <laughs> me, Fred and Fookie. And they opened up the, the window to the cabin and we just started doing our a cappella songs. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all me. I always just dragged them along to do that kind of stuff. I was a kid that wrote letters. Yeah. How are we? Yeah. They're working. Yeah. Almost there, team. Um, I've got four more questions to go. Then we'll look at preview the weekend ahead. What's the greatest lesson you've learned from your parents? The greatest lesson. If you don't give me an answer, I'm bringing all your parents. <laughs> I'll help you out here, Hope. I'll go to the right first day. Thank you. Appreciate <clears throat> Big easy. Yeah, just to be treat people good. Yeah. That's probably the biggest one. Both my parents. Mm. They both gave, obviously, their own advice, but that's probably the one. Um, I think if you look after those close to you, that you know, um, it will come back. So that's probably the one for me. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, huge, huge. Uh, yeah, just to be appreciative of what you got. Like we didn't have a lot growing up, um, but the old man particularly worked real hard to get us where we were. So yeah, just be, just appreciate that. Mm. Can you go? Oh yeah. Um, I think. I'm a bit of both. Like, I think, like, mum always taught us to, to be nice to people. Um, and I think for the most part, we always were, like, for, like even through school, like, we were mates of all the crowds. Mm. Um, and then one funny thing I always learned off my dad, and I always learned it often by seeing him do it, was sharing. Um, I just remember everywhere I'd go with him, like, even when I was sick at primary school, and he taught at Wellington High at the time, and I had to go with him to school. And I'll just see him sit in the staff room, just sharing his lunch with everyone. And it'll be the same if people come over or the tennis club. Or even towards the end when he'd sit up with uh, Mother's dad and just share like a muffin and fruit up in the grandstand. So that was, that was one thing, or a couple of things there. Ha kopa. Um, I was kind of thinking on different line of things, so I'll just go with your best line of thinking. Um, probably you can give us another line nah. of 
probably um just being honest like and like they, my parents are pretty hard working like and they're honest in the work that they do mm. and they've always been like that so that's probably one lesson that they didn't really tell me you just see yeah uh what was your favorite class in college Did you have a favorite class in college? I had two, so PE because it was mostly fun, mm. and um, we tried we did we did things like play like play squash, like we just tried different sports that we wouldn't really try. That was fun, um, and I liked maths, so I had my favorite maths teacher, and I had her for three years, um, from year eleven to year thirteen, and she was just so cool. Mm. I just liked that class because of her. Cool teachers mm. make a difference, eh? Yeah. I'm not that the, the the ones that aren't cool don't, but it makes things easier. Yeah. Even. <laughs> um, favorite was PE, definitely, because yeah. obviously got to get out and do activities. But one I was best at was English. Yeah, same, bro. Yeah. Which is surprised me. Yeah. What was it about English that you liked? Just oh, it wasn't so much. I liked yeah. it. It was just because I was the best at it, and that's where I got my best <laughs> results. So. Um, so yeah, that was the reason why. Like, that's on my um bursary back then in school, certain mm. that, that was always the highest highest mark I got. So yeah, yeah it'll be that. The other one, funnily enough, that I got the highest marks on was Latin. I used to do Latin yeah. at school. See. Um, see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, English <clears throat> just because, yeah, that was one I understood the most. Yeah, is mm. there would have been a few classes out there at Scots College. Yeah, I enjoyed most of them. Probably classics was probably my favourite. What's um, in classics? Oh, you know, just just similar to history, but you oh, know, yeah. you, things like Alexander the Great, yeah, Home and the Odyssey. I think for me, it was probably um, the fact that I then was able to go to Italy, yeah, and kind of see yeah. everything mm. that I'd kind of studied, mm. not knowing that you know when I was doing it in year what they call it year twelve and thirteen, six and seven form that. You know, 10, 12 years later, I'd be, you know, walking through the Vatican mm. City, Rome, yeah. Venice, Florence, Milan, Brescia, Pisa, just seeing stuff that I had studied. So that was that was probably, at the time, not knowing that it was going to happen, but mm. I, I was able to appreciate it more when I actually was able to kind of travel and, and see that stuff. So probably classic, yeah. Mm. Mine are your basic, there's a few, home ec, PE, but then um, when I got to Bernard's, there was this history teacher there called uh, Mr. Eatwell, Owen Eatwell. Passed away now, but um, everyone called him the GOAT. Um, real good guy. Uh, and half of his lessons were just us sitting in there and him just telling us stories, mm. um, just about wars or whatever the subject was. And we hardly had our books out, but he had, you know, Bernard's in Ireland kind of – back then predominantly island school so it was, it was just blowing our minds off all, all this history and stuff but it was working like it was you know um so it was either sitting there listening to his stories or just talking about rugby and stuff like that but it always changed so sometimes we didn't talk about anything other times they'll just real good lessons so yeah love a bit of history <clears throat> second to last one is uh oh, no, i might skip that one um do you work better in the morning or at night? 
What do you mean by work? Like function? <laughs> Is, nah. Um, um, as in get stuff done. Yeah. Productive. Yeah. Pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Productive. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Oranda? You, you kind of. Yeah, I don't know. Like it probably depends on. There's it, probably a few things that it'll, it'll depend on. Um, what it is you're working on, or mm. what result you're trying to achieve, the mood that you're in. Um, so I, I probably couldn't. I probably couldn't. Um, and it's weird for me because I'm up early and I sleep late. Yeah. Like to be honest, I average probably four, five hours sleep. Yeah. And have done so for. As long as I can remember, I I can't sleep before midnight. Mm-hmm. I can't hardly ever sleep before midnight. But then, you know, you're sort of up again at five thirty six o'clock. So yeah, it probably just yeah depends what you. Sorry. But you know, that's all right. Answer, it's a good yeah. answer. Mm-hmm. Huge. Um, yeah. See, I'm in terms of productivity. If I go from work, like I'm real productive when I first get into work and get a lot of things done and then I have a real massive lull through pretty much the majority of the day and then the last sort your of, breakfast there yeah and then the last sort of hour um because I'm like oh geez I've only got an hour left in the day I need to get stuff done Dang it. then I that's when I get the most productive probably later on and, but then if we're talking about night at night I'm pretty much yeah I just chill so but I'm very much like is so I'll very rarely be asleep before midnight most most nights I'm like one o'clock, one thirty sort of thing. Um, oh, so we can still message around that time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you do, and then I normally <laughs> yeah. reply. So um, and then I'm waking up probably about six thirty seven sort of thing. So yeah, so um, and that's when I can yeah get most stuff done as well. Even at like that midnight time, I'll be like organizing things or getting stuff done, which is another gear grinder actually. I messaged someone because we've just moved house, as you know. And um, I needed a, a part for my dryer to put onto the wall. And um, I messaged a appliance company. Someone. Oh, okay. Messaged this appliance company. And they auto-replied. It was late at night. And they said, oh, we'll be back to you for one to two working days. A week. I've been waiting now. Jeez. Still nothing yeah, back. Man. So, you know, that grinds my gears. If you're going to have an automated message like that, commit to it. Yeah. yeah. Like the Sorry, I took that on a different, different route there. But, yeah. <clears throat> uh, and, and don't. Message the Patani Rugby Facebook page, um, Hello Boys Gear. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> Sent us the wrong one, else. They were cool. That's why we didn't post them. <laughs> yeah. The Patani one were cool. Did you say yeah, she had messaged oh. before, but I ignored yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Hope. Um, so I think there's a few parts to this one. So if it's work wise, I work better from like Eight to eleven thirty. Yeah, is in the morning. Great, get heaps of stuff done. Hope my work's not listening. Um, and then if it's working out, I work out better in, in like f- between five to eight and at night. Nice. And if I want to clean, then it's like when well, as soon as I wake up, or if I'm angry. Ooh. <laughs> clean good when I'm angry. Actually, yeah, anger <laughs> works with cleaning. That's a good one. That's a good one, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm similar. Work-wise, I'm smashing absolutely everything between eight and maybe one. As soon as I have lunch, no, mate, we're done. We are done for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, there's a lull, definitely. Um, 
but I'll push for if I have to. And then, yeah, before I come back, come down to the rugby club, it's a quick push to get everything done. Once I'm home, I'm absolutely home and clocked out of life. I'm just there. Yeah. Thanks for answering those random questions, team. And I was a bit random. Just wanted to change it up a bit. Um, let's look at the week ahead. Got some big games on this weekend. Start with the Prems. Prems versus Avalon. What are you guys expecting here? Away. We're over at um, Fraser Park, 2.45. Does it depend on how many academy guys everyone has? <laughs> Pull back an old one. Love you, Avalon. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we've obviously, I think the next three weeks, starting with this week, um, you know, some of these teams have had a pretty challenging season. Um, we'll definitely obviously look to... Um, Try and make their mark on the obviously the team that are put one on the big dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Team that are leading the way, so that yeah, there be there won't be any really more motivation for those guys. So um, to get up, Avalon, especially at home. Um, I know they've travelled a couple of teams at home the last. I think they were in that game with Norse for a, a wee while before Norse blew them away, but they pushed MSP. They're coming off a win against Wainui as well, so yeah, they'll be up for it. But um, big team, physical team, they'll obviously. Try and keep it uh, nice and compact and, and obviously try and bully us around for a wee bit. But, yeah, we've just got to, I think you mentioned it earlier tonight, we've just got to stay in that fight early and, and then hope that things kind of loosen up a wee bit and we can express ourselves. So, um, yeah, but looking forward to it. It'd be good to head down the valley to take on Avalon um, on what, what by all accounts is a pretty pretty nice-looking field. I think the ponies are putting it in. So, yeah, nice sand-based. So, yeah, looking forward to it. <clears throat> uh, you do you sleep on Avalon and teams like Javel and one at your own peril, yeah? Oh, 100%. Um, like, as you said, Avalon are a huge side, they're massive, and they've been in it for quite a few of the games this year. Even the OBU game, they're in it um, for a wee while. So, yeah, you don't want to get complacent over these next few weeks, that's for sure. We know Wainui doesn't matter where they are on the table, whenever they play Petoni, they're, they're up for, for the game. So, you can't sleep on them. And then Javel's actually been probably one of the most improved teams this year as well. Big so, time, yeah. so again, they've pushed teams and beaten teams even this year. Um, so, yeah, um, a lot of people will probably think, oh, Petoni, you know, they've got easy games coming up and finish off the round in Swindale Shield. But, yeah, I don't think any – and I don't think our boys will get complacent about it either. So, got to go out there and still do the do the mahi mm. and, um, yeah, get the results. And hope um... – Peter Lakai back, second game uh, since returning from 20s tournament, and Riley Higgins uh, most likely to take the field the last time before taking off of the 20s. They'll Don't have a big again. They grind my gears, always leaving. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> they'll, they'll have a big impact before before going away to the NZ20s of selected. Yeah, well, they always do usually. I missed the game last week, so. Hmm. Uh, not too sure what happened there, but yeah, I think um, Petoni 12 and under. Pete, yeah. Pete, a lot of obviously connections with Avalon as well, so he'll be mm-hmm. looking to have a big game as well. Mm. Yeah, big way to finish before he comes back mm. for, for the last game of the year. Um, <laughs> Ponies versus Ori's at home. Is it? 11.30. Um, is this your last game before semis? Yes. Cool. Yeah. What are you wanting to get out of this game? 
Um, I'm hoping um, first is that the girls show up <laughs> to training and in the game, um, but hoping we can just sort our combos mm. um, out before before the first semi or before the semi, because um, I think the last couple of weeks have been um, a bit up and down. Um, so if we can sort that um, and just, yeah, I guess just, fix the things that we've kind of been missing throughout the whole season mm. um yeah i think the coaches have really stepped up in the second round and sort of some of the players still haven't so hopefully in the last like these last two weeks that we definitely have um yeah hopefully the girl shop yeah i think Ori's are right for the taking they've had a couple of rough weeks there yeah well <clears throat> they've got the two black friend players out as well mm. with that bonus up, so yeah, they're there to run against, so. Predictions easy? Oh, I, love, I mean, I love, the, I love the girls to to get up. I think, you know, Ori's probably at the moment, um, obviously they've got their rep players away, but sometimes when you've got too big a squad, it's kind of, you know, it, that, mm. that can also play against you because, mm. you're, you know, you're kind of trying all sorts of different combinations and stuff like that. So that's probably what's maybe counted against them, against Norse anyway. Norse just... I didn't, you know, I watched most of that Norse Ponies game a few weeks ago and I didn't really see anything from Norse that was really special, but clearly yeah. they clipped in that first game out there the week before that. Mm. They played Aorys the week before they played the Ponies. But then on the weekend, they've gone out to Aorys and done a number on them. So um, it just goes to show that you you, you really only need, um, you know, your 22 on the day to, to click and hopefully the Ponies. The, the squads I've seen, the ponies run out in the last few weeks. Oh, mm. are really strong. Some of the strongest I've seen in years. Yeah. So mm. hopefully, yeah, come Saturday they'll they'll click. They'll they'll be up for Aries. That's they've been the benchmark oh, yeah. for a number of years. So mm, hopefully, um, they get a bit of luck. If they had a bit of luck two weeks ago, they would have been Norse. Hopefully, that <clears> yeah, yeah, a bit of luck comes this weekend and they can pull up an upset. What I'd probably like to see from the ponies this weekend is just if we look at few areas that we want to target to do really well in or set goals that we want to get out of this game and then level up next week just to try to um, peak at semi-final time mm. yeah uh, predictions huge oh yeah you always got to pick ponies yeah um, to go do it it's um, not going to be easy um, as we know but you know if they click and as Hope said everyone turns up the training and uh, prepares well for the game then yeah it's all in their hands really yeah I think if we can name a really really good, good strong squad again one of the strongest we've had all year I'm going Pony Swap and Under mate mm. Mm. Is, it, is this last game before semis did mm. you say yeah yeah up the ponies uh, the Prem Reserve is head out to Vegas take on Stokes Valley one o'clock uh, away um, big game for them Let's start a second round, though. Yeah. Yeah. Really gutted they didn't go up up a grade. Yeah. Yeah. They needed everyone to get tipped over by Wainui last yeah. week, but Wainui yeah. pushing by sounds like 15 0, which mm. going from previous results, Wainui is not a bad result. Well, the Prem Reserve result against Avalon a few weeks ago has probably come back mm. to bite them, unfortunately. Interesting, they're playing Stokes out at Delaney again. Did they? Yeah. I think they played them yeah. out there early in the first round. So hopefully that's a misprint and they'll run. Out on the Yeah, I think doubles requested the union to play them at Fraser, so they're closer to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he hasn't heard back yet. Mm. 
being, you know. Uh, Colts look to stay top of the table. Mm. Kent's Tower is the, uh, they're at home one o'clock. Um, bit of a tough week for the Colts. The, the low on numbers, a uh, bit of sickness, um, injury, coaches um, isolating. His daughter has COVID. Shout out to Woz. Mm. Um, tough, but, you know, Mitch and Rory and the senior boys in the Colts, Beaumont, they're trying to galvanise these boys to keep them together long enough that they go deep into the season and yeah. try to get up. Well, I see they had a training on Saturday on the off off day as well. Yeah. Which was um, which was good to see. And then I all up watching the, the prims and the stands. So yeah. good to see that as well. Really spins my wheels. Yeah. Other 85s are at home versus the X-Men. And we all know it's a big year for the X-Men. So get up, get up the 85s, uh, Blues Brothers. Uh, Brotherhood at home. Everyone else is at home. Brotherhood at, at home versus Johnsonville. That's a grudge match. Mm. Yeah. Javel will really bring it. 245 at home. Prezies away. They travel out to Nazi Sword Domain. Look for a Dale Crawford. Mm. Did you say he's going to play or? Yeah, he did. He actually messaged me on Sunday saying, let me know the details about the game. So. Don't be build ups. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, shout out to Dale as well. Good to see him um, back yeah. in the club rooms. He was having an uh, enjoyable night. Yeah, haven't seen him in years. Mm. Always catch up over socials. Yeah, definitely yeah. couldn't play eighty fives again. He's no, a big, he's a big boy. Yeah, he's he's solid. He's yeah, yeah. Uh, not sure who, who the netballers got this week. Um, didn't get any messages in. Um, but to the women's grade. Uh, North play MSP. That's a big one. MSP tracking well at the moment. Um, Avalon versus uh, Paremata Plumerton. And then Omata. I think that might be their semi week. That oh, that, that low grade. Semi week because they started a, a week earlier for us and uh, before us on this round. Well, give me a pick then. Avalon versus Paraplon. Avalon. Definitely. Yeah. It's a shame though because. 30 plus, even. Remember all those girls that came from Paraplum? I mean, that filled in. Yeah, so. They were awesome. Yeah, there's only a couple of them yeah. there now. I thought they'd, 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 they'd be way better. Wanui PK? Wanui. Or Mata? Um, actually, I forgot to say we get Adi back this week after a little bit of oh. stand down. So it'd be nice. It will be good to have a six that actually knows what. To do at six, we've had the last few weeks of kind of just chuck players there and just mm. trying to yell at them during the game, which is sort of unfair on them. So, returning from a mid season sabbatical, <clears throat> sabbatical, yeah. <laughs> uh, Swindale Shield North versus Wanui winner and margin is uh, yeah, North plus green. Who was it? North, and... North versus Omata. Why oh, North, yeah. Yeah, I'm going North 20 plus. Um, OBU and big year for the X-Men. <laughs> it's three big years in this pod. Yeah, OBU. Yeah, yeah. OBU, easy, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be surprised if uh, the X-Men show up. Uh, <laughs> just playing brothers. Give them the axe, the axe. Um... <laughs> Game of the week, probably. Pornaker versus MSP. 
Yeah, it's going to be huge. Is, it, is there a cap here? Huge. Is it the horn? Yeah, it's definitely a cup of line. Mm. Um, I'm going to go MSP. That's a butt point again. Yeah, I agree. 12 and under, MSP. I'm going to go Poniki. I think... Su- oh, sorry. I was going to say, Super Rugby players, I'll probably have a couple of weeks off, wouldn't Two I? Two weeks off. Yeah. yeah. Super Rugby? Yeah. Two weeks off? Yeah. Oh, how good. Yeah. Well, maybe. Um, yeah, I think if MSP can bully PK for good parts of their game, mm. then they can get up. I'm back yep. in MSP. Yep. Um, another game of the week. Paraplum versus Javel. Mm. That's a tough one, actually. It is. I'm gonna go Javel. 12 yeah. and under. I'm gonna go Paraplum. Ooh. You think you think yeah, they've the Pirates. Yeah, well they they've had a couple of the Pirates there. Hammerheads. Hammerheads, yeah. yeah. I mean we 69 them a few weeks ago and then <laughs> they haven't been the same ever since. Nice. And they had it. Yeah, they, were, yeah, they got down trout again on the weekend. So <laughs> I think Paraplin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm actually, I like the culture that they've got going on at Javel at the moment. Uh, Thursday night feeds, always hanging out at the club and stuff. Heaps of young uh, cults coming through. So I'm back in the Javel Seahawks. They really turned the corner when that scrum coach. They had that scrum yeah. session a few weeks ago. Yeah, about a month or so ago. <laughs> mm. um, huge crime. Huge purpose. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was huge purpose. Huge crime. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, the Tower Brotherhood um, up against Ori's. Oh, Magpies. Oh. Oh. Three weeks to go. These games are getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a tough one. Two men enter, one man leave. See, th- the thing is, <laughs> you've got those teams placed five to eight, you know, that are wanting to get into the four. Oh, they're chasing. Oh, so I think these two teams are probably sitting in that five to eight bracket. So they'll be going hammer and tongs to... Yeah, to, to get a win, to move into that before we can get a second life. So be a great game. Is that at Lindhurst? Yeah. I'll probably go Tower purely yeah. because of that. Tower 12 and under. Yep. Playing for the Trent Redata. <laughs> <laughs> the party uh, started cup. cup. <laughs> reckon it'll be a draw. Ooh. Ooh. We need to draw nice. this round and I reckon it's them. That works. That works for us. Mm. Um, I really like Ori's. But then I like Tower as well now. <laughs> so I'll also, <laughs> I'll also go draw. Um, depending on who's roofing. We'll have a look at that later in the week. Um, can I just quickly say that North MSP game, which I watched a bit of, Thomas Roach was the ref. Uh, he was impressive. I liked him. Yeah. I liked the cut of his jib. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Straight cut. Good jib. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, looking forward to Thomas next time you officiate one of our games. Just the game flow. Yeah, it's all dark here, young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, I don't mind him. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, good work, Tom. Keep it up. Mm. 
Uh, the Hutt Valley game of the week. Nah, I probably shouldn't have said that. Uh, Upper Hutt versus Huddle Boys, though. Just remember we're playing everyone. <laughs> Couple of grudge matches here in the hut. It's only versus Avalon. Up, up, up Hutt versus Hutt. Up Hutt's been Huddle Boys bogey team yeah. as of late. Well, they took They'd them up love last them. year. Yeah, last the year before as well. In the year before, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Give it yeah. to them. Yeah, up yeah. Hutt, 12 and under. Get up the mighty Tucker. Yeah. Battle of the mergers. Yeah. Yep. Oh, hey, get up. Get up. Yeah. You've been close to all these other games. Couldn't seal the deal. Send it home. Just tap it home. Just tap, tap it home. It in. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for footy. We're around the table now. Anything coming up for us? Good luck to the Pulse on Sunday. Ooh, <clears throat> finals. Central Pulse, yeah. They, uh, they, they beat the Mystics on the weekend, so they have now won the rights to host the final on Sunday. But tomorrow the uh, Mystics and the Stars play to mm. see who um, makes the trip down to the capital. So good luck yeah. to the Pulse. Is that this weekend? Yeah, oh, Sunday. Yeah. I used to really enjoy going to watch the Pulse play. Yeah. Mutts would get us uh, free tickets. Mm. Good uh, energy. Yeah, great. Mm. Great energy. So good luck, ladies. Yeah. And uh, congrats to the Black Ferns who won their first game under the new coaching mm. team and obviously the new squad and new look squad as <clears> well. Um, bit of all, yeah, not the greatest weather, so it wasn't the most free-flowing rugby, but I thought they um, ground out pretty impressive win, to be fair. Um, Kai Paul, Olsen Baker, absolute beast, though. Man. And she, what is she, number like, eight? 19, 20 19, or something like that? She's not 20 She'd be nineteen. She's nineteen, yeah. so oh, she she's going to be a superstar in the yeah. future. Number eight, yeah, just yeah, mate, raw bone, awesome. just just physical, um, high work rate. Yeah, I think she's going to be a mainstay of that team for quite a few years now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, impressive. Um, Aisha scored two tries, mm-hmm. um, so good signs. Um, still a bit to work on, yeah. But um, as it would be with first game and the conditions, but I'm looking forward to the next next game. Mm-hmm. Which is, yeah. I say, well, they're playing on. Well, they must be playing Thursday, mm. are they? Yeah, mm. they're definitely playing the win in the weekend again. I just don't know if that's the next game or more there. Tell you who else was yeah. impressive was the substitute was it Lafayette? Yeah, it's a fixed Lafayette from yeah, hot, another young like, girl got involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, good young Lucy's so coming through. Huh? No. Oh, did you say hot? Did you say that? Yeah, you said hot. You did. did I? Yeah. <laughs> That's all we were like. Yeah. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that at all. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. Yeah. No, no. I what did I say? Coming in hot, like, she's good, but I didn't know. Yeah, I just said she was high work rate. Oh. You oh. yeah. just wants to push her into <laughs> no. a pool. <laughs> no, I would not objectify someone like that. No, yeah. no, she, um, yeah, very high work rate. She was, mm. um, yeah, person coming on. Nice. Um, I forgot to mention earlier in the pod, uh, I spoke with Peck last week, mm. just about the uh, classic All Blacks. Oh, Said yeah. it's the best tour he's ever been on. Mm. I bet. How good would that have been? Yeah. First ever hucker. Mm. First time doing the New Zealand National Anthem. Oh, true, yeah. He said he cried. Mm. Mm. You would? How good. Did you give him any tips on the hucker? Or? Oh, I told him he's hunter? not on my level yet. <laughs> <laughs> but there's levels to this. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually chatting to him tonight about it. He said yeah. it was um, 
he was good, but he um, said he, he struggled to keep up with some of the other guys because uh, oh. there was a lot of, uh, shall we say, social occasions yeah. that the, the team were on. And I think that's one... They weren't there for the rugby. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's something that Tana purposely done mm. as well. You want to enjoy the week. Yeah. Oh, it's just like any like bar- barbarians games like that. They pretty much yeah do like one training and then the rest of it's just team bonding. Mm. Mm. Uh, bumped into Bernie as well. Mm. Bernie sent for a couple of photos. He was on the on the juice with them. Yeah. So did they win? They yes, played they Spain, did. eh? Yes, played the Spanish Justin national side and they ended up so just good. winning. Yeah, he mm. said the Spanish team come out hissing. Um and they, they scored first, but then the uh classic core blacks just sort of started muscling up a bit and ended up getting the win in the end. So yeah. Keep these tours going, eh? Oh, Take yeah. the game to the people. Man, that would have been wrecked though after like a full on eighty minutes. Because do they still play? No. Oh, I think they had a Some of them were pretty old. Not a lot of them still play. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Do any did any of them still play? Or pick? No. Um. Yeah, not the others, eh? No. Yeah. Cal <clears throat> went over as well, eh? Did he? No. Oh. Who? Cal. No. On that though, we do want to give a shout out uh, to Fatsio, uh, Saulele, um, Club Centurion, uh, real important in the, the Wanui rugby community as well. Mm. Former San Bernardino old boy, um, uh, has family contacts and friends uh, all over the clubs and uh, all over the club. And just want to wish him. Uh, condolences for the loss of his wife yeah. um, tragically last week uh, very young um, and just a real tough time for him and his family yeah. And, yeah. and kids a couple of boys I think she was, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, you guys talk to anyone from the family or anything like that I know Naser and Power over there doing a bit of work is you know yeah. the guys usually Chipping and stuff, and Dwayne and the Bernard boys have have done a visit over there mm. uh, last Friday. Everyone's everyone's ready to round the yeah. Solili family. Um, it's quite a nice setup actually. They live um, with Livewadu on the main road. James and his uh, obviously his, his wife who uh, we lost last week, and their boys live in a house and next door. Her his parent his mum lives oh. next door. So basically, it's just a hive of activity mm. across both houses. So. But um, you know, everyone's obviously rallied around them this this week. Um, the two boys, they have two sons, eight and seven, their age. So um, they've both grown their hair um, all these years. And the plan was on their parents' tenth wedding anniversary, they were going to cut the boys' hair. But um, obviously, they didn't see that ten years out. I, I think that would ten years would have come up later sure, this year. Yeah. I understand. But what they've done is yesterday they had a hair cutting ceremony and um, and sent the hair down with with mum in the coffin today so mm. nice we touch yeah but um yeah yeah just just one of those things just yeah tragically taken too soon so like you said thoughts and prayers with the Solili family and mm. um yeah we'll um hope to catch up with Farsil around the trip soon and yeah give him a give him a hug and give him my love um wrapping up up now team uh 
before we end the pod, uh, is you got much uh, going on over the next week and stuff uh, before rugby? Or yeah, uh, well for me anyway, Mahi's just there. Like I think we um, spoke about it earlier. I've got a couple of campaigns coming up. Uh, so I actually did a wee bit of mapping today for the Maori, uh, Maori All Blacks, um, oh, and we'll do the same early next week for the twenties. But the back end of next week, the twenties boys um, assemble. Well, we fly them all into Wellington, so we named the team at the end of this week. Uh, but at the end of next week, they'll fly them into Wellington on the Friday. Management will come in the night before, but we'll send them up to Levin Friday afternoon. They'll spend a the night at Makahika, which is a sort of an outdoor pursuit type place, and they'll do a lot of team building and so forth there. And then on the Saturday, travel across to the Hawke's Bay, um, and they'll be based at the um, the Eastern, I want to say, what's that? Outfit out there, the EIT. Oh, EIT. EIT, yeah. So they'll be based here for a week. They were hoping to get a game in with the Hawks Bay NPC team, um, whether it happens or not. Um, but yeah, and then they'll, they'll head north and fly across Australia for three tests. Um, the Maldives assemble the week after next in Hamilton, um, prepare for a test against Ireland. And then, you know, if, if the Maldives need a hand with anything to do a fucker, <laughs> just let me know. Okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Ollie, you know, and, then, and then if you can ref, obviously refer us to someone, that'd be great. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, Mahi's all, all go at the moment. Um, yeah, uh, obviously stretched for for time a wee bit, but wouldn't have it any other way. Um, priority though is obviously this weekend that we'll hope to head out to Fraser Park and put on a performance and get bank some yeah five competition points and yeah go from there. Uh, huge you. <clears throat> Um, yeah, as mentioned um, last week, I bit crook and need a bit of downtime away from rugby, but um, get back into the under nineteen, Wellington under nineteen campaign stuff soon. So had a bit of admin stuff get done today, and um, gonna start putting a few plans into place around that. We got a few nominations from all the clubs around players, um, so just looking at all that information, and then um, yeah trying to work out all trainings and dates and yeah. calendars and locking in a few few of the games as well. So, yeah, my attention will probably go towards that now. Um, and then apart from that, yeah, just the usual. Back You're still head coach, eh? Yeah. yeah. Um, along with uh, the party, party starter, starter and Dan Franny as well. So um, it'll be good. And then Justin McCarthy used to do Ori's, but no longer does. So he'll be part of it. And then uh, my mate Mike Parker as manager as well. So... So that'll be good. Good team. Same team from last year, which is good. Um, but yeah, so focus on that. Then apart from that, just yeah, back into work. Um, pretty busy at work at the moment as well. And then obviously come down and support the the boys um, against Avalon. Unsure if I'll put the boots on this week for the Prezies, maybe. It's Nati Tour, so it's a bit of a hike out there. So it's not, That's not the attitude, eh? I might just be a home game specialist. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, hope, uh, how's your next week looking and um, excited to get into the weekend after a week off? Yeah, I don't have much on, just, it's just back to working in rugby, um, but yeah, be good to get back on the field this weekend, um, lungs will probably die, <laughs> which I'm not looking forward to, but no, yeah, be good, get back into routine. Nice, I got not a lot on. Thankful it's a, a four day week. Mm. Um, she really feeling. I know I've been tired in the past. Pretty tired at the moment. <clears throat> and then you said tonight it's possibly only three to 
six weeks left in footy, that's not long at all. Especially when you re- kind of see how long we've been doing it for. Yeah. And then there's another public holiday coming up in a couple of weeks. Matariki, mm. how good. And that's a Friday. It's a Friday. I quite like that. Eh? Is it? Yeah. Brilliant. Cheeky sicky on Monday. It's a four-day weekend. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks. Thanks, everyone. Uh, for. Are we not going to talk about State of Origin? Or... Mate, what's there to talk <laughs> nah. about? Nah, well, we recap next <clears throat> week, eh? Give me a score prediction. Go. 22-20 to the Maroons. Oh, two-pointer. You have no faith in your team. That's faith. That's a win. Win's a win. Hope, you coming uh, down tomorrow to watch it? Sounds quite late, eh? Yeah. Uh, not sure yet. I'll, I'll see what's going on. Um, Probably go 30, 32. No, that's quite high. 28, 16. To the blues. Nah, Zeus. Isra. 26-16 to the blues. Can't remember what I said earlier, but I'm going 24-10 to the blues. Absolutely backing my guys <laughs> to go big in the area. Uh, and that's the other reason why I like watching it at home. Because you can just go to sleep straight after. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, apologies for being away for three weeks. Um, Pipes has been moaning. No pod. There's been a few other moans out there. Mm. No pods. So we're back now. So relax. Peace. It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.